We only got one life, so it's time to live it for. I don't hesitate, I embrace every day. Cause we only got one life, so it's time to live it for. It's not about trying to achieve more again, but rather how to lose and let go. Let me explain. Once you let go of all things that aren't significant, you'll be left with everything that is truly important. I'm living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. This is another episode of the podcast. Live it for. Hey, welcome. Thank you for joining us on another edition of the Live It Full podcast. This is, believe it or not, episode number 10, which we are excited about because we have been consistent week to week, which is always a good thing. Consistency is key with everything in life. But if you've enjoyed this, go ahead and subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. Take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, Facebook. Um, You can find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, just about everywhere social media is found. Except, well, we are on TikTok. It's just we're too old to actually understand how to use it appropriately. Uh, maybe we'll get a 14-year-old to show us at some point. But I've got Caitlin, um, my lovely bride, best friend, co-host in the studio with me today. And we wanted to talk a little bit about maybe it's taboo, maybe it's not. Maybe some people are comfortable with it, maybe they're not. But we have our life ethos of what we consider faith, family, and finance. Um, and there is a fourth F, which we consider fitness. Um, it's an important one. Um, it's one that is sometimes overlooked and sometimes people get touchy when you start talking about weight or calories or inches. And so we want to talk a little bit about that because we don't feel like you can live the life that we want to live and that we assume a lot of people do if you aren't in decent fi- or you know physical shape. Mm-hmm. Same thing with financial. So we kind of say financial and physical fitness, they go together. We want to be fit. Yeah, I would, I would start out by saying that neither of us are um, chiseled. Greek, (laughs) Greek goddesses. We are average. Um, and we just, you know, we're not, we don't work out for a living. We don't even have a gym membership. We have a home gym in our garage. Um, and so we just do the best we can. But, um, as I was thinking about this earlier, I was just relating how physical health, um, relates to mental health for, for me personally. And I think it does in a lot of people. Um, and I'm, I'm feeling really good right now. I'm feeling really motivated, uh, to, to be more physically fit. Um, I have a three and a half month old and she's our fourth child. Um, and I was just thinking earlier how for the last decade ish that I've either been pregnant or nursing. Um, and so, you know, right after birth, any moms know that you're just, you have some work to do. Um, if it's important to you to, to kind of get back into shape or get back down to a certain size, I never really, um, box myself in with numbers or, uh, pant size necessarily. I just know after all these years, sort of what kind of a good resting average is for me. Um, and when I'm over that average, I'm never under it, but when I'm over it, um, I don't feel good. And I, I was my largest that I've ever been not pregnant after our third child. Um, and that's when I decided to do something, uh, kind of extra about it. And I, I spoke with a lady, um, that, kind of dabbles in nutrition, 
Um, she might be in a multi-level marketing system. She, yeah, she definitely is. Um, but the, the stuff that I was going to be taking, um, it wasn't, it wasn't like fin fin or anything like that. It's just kind of all natural, some extracts and, you know, fruit extracts and kidney bean extract is one of them. Yeah. Kidney bean extract. Um, but I had just gotten to a point where I was just, I was unhappy and, Thankfully, I'm married to somebody who who doesn't put his um, love or importance in how I look necessarily, which I'm forever grateful for, because I think that a lot of women unfairly um, are are told that maybe they're not, you know, a right size or something like that. And I've just I've never had to experience that in my marriage yet. I grew up with a bunch of women, Caitlin. Um, I learned at an early age that there's just some things you don't talk about. Right. But that's, that's really important. And, um, if for me anyway, it's, I mean, it's just really special. I, I appreciate it a lot. Um, so anyway, long story short, when I started, um, seeing this lady, she would come to the house and weigh and measure me every week or two. Um, and it just gave me the accountability that I needed because I knew that I probably shouldn't eat that extra brownie, um, or I shouldn't skip, you know, my little workout for the day. If she was coming, I wanted to see progress. Um, and it was really just that extra boost that I needed. And I, I'm never going to be one to skip out on a brownie, by the way, because I love food. And I love desserts. Well, we consider ourselves foodies. We we hashtag ta- travel junkies and food junkies and foodies. Mm-hmm. Um, we enjoy tasting the the fruits of this world, and right. we enjoy good food. Um, yes. Not necessarily an excess, though. No, I'm never going to be one of those crazy people that smell bread because I can't take a bite or something like that. Like I'm I'm going to eat the bread. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> I'm um, going to eat the bread. But and anyway. I love carbs, so it is yes. an issue with me. Yes, but anyway, so I had. Through, through that time, I had lost about 25 pounds and I was feeling pretty good. I probably still had, you know, 10 to go to be ideal, but, but I was, I was fine. I was happy. I felt healthier. Um, and then I got pregnant with our fourth child, uh, shortly thereafter. And so I'm just kind of starting back again, um, if, if we're talking in terms of pounds, I'm only about six pounds away from where I started um, before this pregnancy. But anybody that's had a baby will know your body composition is just, it's not the same for a little while anyway. Um, but something recently that has sort of turned it around for me is we have a treadmill in our garage it was a birthday present, by the way, um, that Caitlin did ask for one year. Um, I, I got some grief from some of my friends who said you bought her a treadmill for her birthday. That's what I wanted. I said it was a very fancy treadmill. It's it a commercial is. grade treadmill. And um, for those of you that are interested, it's the Nordic Track um, commercial model. I don't know the model number offhand, but it's, it's integrated with iFit. Mm-hmm. And so you can log in online and do it's similar to what Peloton does. There's live classes, there's recorded classes. You can do stuff on and off the treadmill if you have the iFit membership. Yes. And so Richard mounted a TV up on the wall in our garage right above the treadmill. And with that iFit app, I can walk through or run through, jog through, incline, do all this stuff um, through, t- through towns like in the world. 
uh, with a guide that you're following behind and they're talking the whole time and you don't have to worry about the intensity or the incline because it's all in the program and it does it for you. So like when he's climbing stairs, um, the speed will slow down, the incline will go up and he'll, he'll tell, you know, his audience, um, to get your knees higher. Like, and so it kind of emulates that you're then climbing stairs anyway. Yeah. The one thing I didn't know about this treadmill is it actually does declines as well. So the back end will pop up on you if you're going downhill (laughs) and if you're running pretty quickly and start running downhill, you have to compensate for that. Um, or you will fly into the front of the treadmill. Yes. Lesson learned. So yesterday I started a five week, um, program and I'm going through that Island. Is it an Island? I don't know. Of Morea. I think it is. Um, anyway, it's right. It's beautiful. And the, the people leading are incredible. And I'm here to tell you that without that program, I wouldn't be excited about going out to the treadmill and I, I might not even do it. Like looking at a wall is not the same as looking at a, a person that's standing there and they're like, can you feel the burn? Uh, keep it up only 10 more seconds, nine, and they'll start counting down for you. And man, that motivation is really just what I need. It's a lot different when you have some interaction. I think that's Mm -hmm. probably why companies like Peloton or some of these others have blown up in the past year, especially during the pandemic Mm -hmm. was because you could get a similar experience to what you would receive in person. Um, I actually had done an interview with a friend of mine, Jonathan Laudermilk, who that's their company model is they do fitness coaching mostly a lot of it virtually because that was how it worked and so they work with with clients through video and through everything else in their home gyms and it's a really neat business model but this is a it's a really cool program um it's ifit um we've started using it um this year we kind of didn't probably use it as much as we should have when we first got that treadmill um but it's a it's a neat program that keeps you motivated i think one thing that you mentioned that i think is worth sharing with everybody because i think it's the secret sauce to life there's two things that that are we've talked about consistently through this podcast when we talk about different aspects of our life and it's accountability and it's consistency. Mm -hmm. If you want to be financially fit, you have to be consistent in what you do. If you want to be physically fit, it's got to be consistent. If you want to eat right, it's one of those deals like, man, I ate a salad tonight and I didn't lose any weight. You know, those things don't happen. I have been there. I understand. (laughs) And the, the problem is I might could eat that salad and lose two pounds and, and you fuss at me. Um, cause men and women are, are different. But one thing I think that is really cool in that, um, I'll call it a relationship goal, hashtag relationship goals is because we are comfortable having those conversations with each other. You would never take it. If I told you, why don't you get out in the garage and run? I'll watch the baby. You would never take that as me being like, you need to go run on the treadmill. There's yeah. some accountability there, but I think that the, when we were early on in our relationship, um, when we were younger and we didn't understand each other as well, one of us could have taken that as, did you just call me fat? Yeah, absolutely. And I do rock the dad bod. She mentioned neither of us are chiseled, um, you know, trying to get a little bit better than, you know, call it a father figure instead. Because <laughs> um, it is important to me to be able to do things and take our kids hiking or running or biking, um, kayaking well, and, has, and not be yeah. not be the old man who's winded and can't keep up with right. them. And it has more to do with that our lifestyle that we want to have than anything. I mean, it has to do with mental health and our lifestyle and we love to camp and we frequent state and national parks. And I mean, 
I don't, I don't want to be out of breath when we're not even halfway finished with a trail. Like I want to be there for my kids and be healthy and fit. And I mean, it's just important to move your body for your cardiovascular system, we were and actually, your lymphatic system. Me and some of the boys this weekend were talking about, um, it's probably something we wouldn't have said to each other 10 years ago, but now we were like, we would really wouldn't mind a yoga class. Because what we've seen with our parents aging and grandparents at this point, and we're all getting close to the the you know lower end of forty, mm-hmm. um, it, flexibility is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the reason people lose mobility as they get older is because they start losing that flexibility. Right. Um, and I think that through different things like yoga or calisthenics or plyometrics or um, even just working out, I think those are big deals that that can keep you flexible going into uh, to the later years. And you're going to be in a lot better shape. But I mean, it, Caitlin hit on it. And I think the biggest part of it is it's not necessarily even about our physical fitness. A lot of it is mental. Mm-hmm. But it's also when you're running on the amount of things we have going on in our life between our faith, our family and our finances, our businesses um, with all the things. We had five softball games last week mm-hmm. um, in three days, basically. And that's um, on top of everything else we have going on, plus some practices. And that's challenging. Yeah. And so you can get home and be exhausted. But, but I think that the, the consistency with with not only working out, but also then meal planning. Mm-hmm. I mean, that comes into play on nights that we don't have time to just scrape dinner together. Like I have to know what is happening as soon as I walk through the door or else we're going to be stuck picking up Whataburger or something. And not that Whataburger is an inherently bad thing, no, but it, it obviously is just, not going to be healthy for you around no. the clock. Um, we do it's occasionally. It's a treat for sure. It is. And, but I will say there were some nights this last week that we ate at 4.45, trying to get out the door by five. And then there were some that we ate at 6.30 or seven. And so some of that flexibility is there, but then you have to know I've got to plan snacks for the kids. I've got to throw them in the car before we leave. And I think that that's an important thing, but a lot of it goes back to that planning. Um, But one thing that I think helps, because I know when I've been in the best shape of my life and I want to get back to that point because I want to hit say 40 in a couple of years and be able to say, I'm in the best physical shape, financial shape. I'm the best dad I can be. I'm the best husband I can be. Um, when a lot of people, unfortunately may be heading into a decline. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to say I'm in the best shape of my life at that point. Mm-hmm. And so to me, there's so much that you have to, you could focus on and not make time for. And I don't like working out at night. It's not my favorite. I would rather get up at, oh, I wouldn't because I don't, I don't, but I would, I would be more happy in the day if I got up at 530, worked out 45 minutes to an hour and then went about my day. But because I can make that excuse that I didn't do it this morning or tonight at 930, I can go run. Right. It's not ideal, but it still gets it done. It's better to do it then than not at all. And it's really easy to let yourself use that excuse that I don't have time. Right. Well, and like when, you know, our kids see us doing this and and they're like, can I go out and I want to do the treadmill and, and we try to just make it fun for them if they want to. Sure. Yeah. You can go, you can go do it. Now, of course we don't, we don't ask them to go do that at all. Um, but just naturally raising children in a household where, um, a balanced diet is important and moving your body is important. Um, you know, we have rules about screen time and, um, on the weekends, they tend to watch a little bit more screen, you know, screens than during the week. But there are times that we're like, all right, I don't care what you do, but you are not going to be on a screen. You have to get out, you have to move around. And it just, it's, it's about, it's just about mental health and getting, you know, having them release that energy in a positive way 
instead of in a way that's going to be a cooped up inside, getting them in trouble, you know, type of a way. So um, I think just that well-balanced, you know, kids, it's important to get outside and move your body and feel good and be healthy. Um, it, it can all, it can all be well-rounded without it ever having to be about a size or a scale. Yeah, we've, I, I would never, want I want to add a couple of things to that because I, we've had to be careful and this is something that I want people to be cognizant of. I have a tendency to weigh in the mornings. I've yes. got a, a, a Fitbit scale, even though I don't ever wear a Fitbit anymore, but it was the one that, that synced with your Fitbit. Um, and I will get on it in the mornings, weigh myself. I occasionally write it on my mirror, um, with dry erase marker so I can kind of track it day to day. I'm sure there's an app that somebody will recommend to me for that, but I kind of go to the accountability mirror and, but I've seen the kids get on the scale after I do, because they're going to mimic what you do. And to me, I don't want them to be thinking about their fitness in terms of a weight No, because BMI wise, let's talk about that for a second. So body mass index, I think it's outdated. Um, maybe it doesn't work for Americans cause we are bigger than some of the world. Um, pops taller even. Um, oh, according but my, to that stinking chart, I should be like 120 pounds. Well, I'm supposed to be based on six foot. I'm, I think 185 is my ideal weight. Um, <laughs> yeah. and I mean, I'm I, right now I'm probably 20 pounds heavier than I would like to be, mm-hmm. but if I am solid muscle, even with small, lower amounts of fat, there's no way no. I'll be 200, 205 right. at the minimum. And I'm probably 229 right now. And so to me, there's just, I don't focus on that number. I focus on how I feel and how healthy I am. And at the end of the day, do I have energy? And I think to me, that's one of the most important things is at the end of the day, do I have energy to do the, everything that I need and want to do? Um, because it is tiring, you know, running this, running this uh, race of a life can be exhausting and I want the most energy I can have. Right. And so part of that, you know, we talk about fitness, it starts in the kitchen, starts with food. It starts with, are you feeding your body right? So I think vitamins are a big deal. We take them daily, all of us. Um, the kids take some, some juice plus, um, we take some other ones as well as juice plus. So to me, it's a very important thing to, to look at. Um, but it's going to be part of your daily routine and part of your, you know, um, hold each other accountable. Mm -hmm. And it's not in a way of, uh, and I think that's one thing I want to talk, like make clear with people is that it's not, if I'm trying to hold Caitlin accountable to something, it has nothing to do with her goal of, let's say I want to lose 15 pounds. It's, Mm -hmm. I know she wants that. I, I want her to hit her goals. Well, and I think it's, Honestly, I mean, and this is just for me, you don't have to agree with me, but I think it's doing a disservice to your children to not teach them about fitness and health. And I mean, they're well, going to they're flip gonna, that to financial fitness, too, well, though, because yeah, absolutely. how many we weren't taught. No, and no. I, I, I mean, we, and we always say it's no fault of our parents or grandparents or anybody like that. But we weren't. Nobody ever set us down and said, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. This makes sense. This doesn't. In fact. Most of the time you get bad financial advice from people that haven't been in business or haven't been um, or have an entrepreneur mindset. You get advice that's that's very safe, Mm -hmm. but it also has very little reward. Right. Yeah. No, I was definitely not taught any um, any financial fitness uh, that that we have carried throughout our adult life. But, um, you know, there's going to be times when your child is away from you. Um, and then, and then moving on even to college, well, my parents, you know, we, we, we were always in sports and running and, um, eating healthy and my parents cooked for us all the time. Um, and when I went to college, I, I took that with me. Um, 
you know, I carried that on and I, I gained the freshman 15, you know, that's a real thing. You're out on your own, you're eating at one o'clock in the morning and you're, you know, she's leaving out the drinking beer part, which I, maybe that was not as applicable for her. Um, but I can say that, um, a diet of a healthy diet of Keystone light my freshman year of college. Um, not that I was breaking the law, but obviously I might've been, um, probably aided in me gaining weight as well. Yeah. So I just, but spades a spade, I'll call it out. And there you go. But, um, knowing how it was making me feel, um, I had the tools from my childhood to kind of reverse that. And then whenever Richard and I met, we continued working out and we were both in really good shape. Um, when we met, we ran a lot together. We did. And we had gym memberships. I take spin classes all the time. Um, so I, I am by no means a fitness guru. I, I, I mean, don't, don't come to me and ask me how I got these rock hard abs because you won't find them here. But, um, I, I just think it's overall important to having for me to having a happy life is got that physical health portion. Oh, I 100% agree. And that's why we, we talk about our priorities a lot. And it's, it's uh we, I call it an ethos. It's faith, family, finance. And then, I mean, you can throw fitness in there for some of us. I throw the fifth one as firearms, but you know, it's travel for some of us as well. It's, it's fitness and travel. And, um, but then fitness helps with travel because I can't even think of a travel trip that we have ever gone on that we haven't had to walk. I mean, like, that's just what we're drawn to. We, well, anytime we go, you go to Europe, there's a tad bit of walking. Yeah, but, I mean, we've been there a handful of times. But even, like, okay, this last uh, Thanksgiving, we were in Gatlinburg with friends, and it was so fun. But, like, how many miles did we walk to dinner? <laughs> well, because there's no parking. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was eight months pregnant, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think we carried kids on our shoulders when they got tired and grabbed about couldn't walk anymore. And, you know, that's our, a our friend hauled um, our little boy a lot of the time. They did. And so that was really sweet. <laughs> they like each other. So it works out. Yeah. Um, but we just wanted to share with you all a little bit today about how we, you know, and we can go more into depth, especially in the blog and, and in our Facebook group about some of the things we do. But the big thing is go do something mm-hmm. and do it consistently. If you can't, you know, it's if you can't. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. If you can't crawl, you know, that's kind of the old Martin Luther King quote. You do something. You move forward. You inch your way forward if you have to. Um, And And I wouldn't be opposed to kind of doing like a little check-in, you know, next month or something. Like where are you in your your Oh, there's nothing like accountability when you put it online with people that actually follow and listen and say, you said you were going to have your book written by May. Exactly. Um, and so they're put some pressure on there. Same thing with, with any of your goals. And that's why I think having them written down and if they're public for some of us, that's an eye opening deal. That's real. Well, and accountability is scary for some people and it's like a turnoff, but for me it's good. I mean, I accountability feels like an attack until you're ready to hear the truth. Right. And that's hard for people because some of them aren't prepared for what the truth is or the consequences of their actions. Mm -hmm. Well, and I won't name her. But even even the weeks back when I was getting measured and weighed that I didn't have any change in weight, I would still oftentimes have change in inches. So that's that sort of do something, do something. Well, what metric are you measuring it by? Right. If it doesn't reflect on the scale, it doesn't mean 
that it still hasn't been worthwhile. And again, that's not the most important thing. That's just for that, for that program that I was doing, it was just part of it. I'm not measuring myself right now um, based on a number other than I know what I weighed pre-pregnancy and I know how many pounds I have to lose to get back to that. But that might not be where I want to end up. I mean, I might want to, I might not be happy with my body composition at that weight. I might be happier, even a little bit heavier. I might be happier. Well, I think part of it is setting goals and breaking them down into chunks. Um, I'm big on planning in a 12 week year um, and not looking at much past that. So if in 12 weeks I, and I'm, I'm going to be more inclined to say, I want to lose 20 pounds in these 12 weeks than you would be. You know, yours is I want to do this. See, mine's not pounds. Mine is pant size because I know how I feel when I fit in X. But, you know, we we talk about all the time we're wired differently with how our brains think. I need something quantitative. Yeah. Something measurable that I can go by. And so to me, you know, I'm going to break it down in bite size chunks, but that doesn't mean at the end of it you say, okay, I'm done. Mm -hmm. You go to the next one. Right. But I can, I mean, I can weigh, just knowing my body, I can weigh 145 pounds or I can weigh 160 pounds and and be able to fit in the same number. But it's, how is that fitting? Is it barely able to button? Can I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can just tell how your pants, how your clothes fit you. And so once I'm back into my wardrobe, yeah, I, have I will pants. be happy. Exactly. I have pants that I only fit in at certain times and... Right now, some of my pants are snug that aren't my fat pants, and I don't want to go up to my fat pants. So I've been working out more. So that's incentive, you know. But if any of y'all have any questions, um, like I said, we're not fitness experts, but we are. um, We're good at helping people figure out some accountability and some consistency in their life. Um, Go ahead and shoot us a shoot us a DM. If you've got our number, give us a call, um, message us on social media, and we'd be happy to talk to you about it. You can also email us at info at liveitfull.com. Um, check out our website. Like I said, if you if you got value out of this, leave us a five star review. It it doesn't seem like it does much, but what it does is it helps us. It helps other people find us who might not normally have. Share us. Take a screenshot. Um, tag us um, on Instagram at the real live it fool at live it fool on uh, Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, and we're under the at Ferguson Five technically on. Uh, on Facebook, but if you look it up under Live It Full, we are the first one that pops up. Um, and it's been a great episode. Caitlin, got anything to add? I don't think so. I uh-huh. just, uh, you know, mental, mental and physical health is the is the topic of importance for me right now, and so that's just kind of where my focus is. Awesome. Well, we we appreciate y'all listening today, and as always, we want to help you to live it full. You, you just listened to this entire episode. That means you gain some type of value. So make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of Living Full. Living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. Make sure you embrace every single day. And we'll see you next time on the Living Full podcast.